an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. A great postseason edition of Inside the Parker is coming your way. We'll talk with David Vassay from AM570 LA Sports. He's the Dodger reporter. He'll tell us what happened in Tinseltown. Also, Levi Weaver, he writes the MLB newsletter for The Athletic. We'll go around the league with him. Let's go. Better up. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. I know a lot of people with the Phillies being able to bounce back in game three after losing that heartbreak in game two, they got the Phillies going back to the NLCS and taking over the Braves. I'm I'm not in that camp. I'm not. I know the Braves, uh, you know, when you lose game one at home, it changes the dynamics of it. It puts you on your heels. Their comeback in game two was impressive. Some people thought, you know, they'd have the momentum in game three in Philadelphia. Philly is a good good team as well. So I'm not surprised that Philly was able to win game three. All they had to do, and I'm talking about the Braves, is go to Philly and get a split. That's all you're looking for is a split, force a game five, and come home. I do believe that they'll be able to do it in game four, force a split in Philly, and then, you know, have a chance to win at home in Atlanta. That team is loaded. 
That team showed me something in game two. They were dead in the water. They should be out of the playoffs. They were down 4 nothing, being no hit into the fifth inning. How in the world did they win that game? That is the kind of team you're going to write off prematurely. You can't write that team off prematurely. I refuse to do it. If the Phillies win, I'll tip my cap to them. But I, I refuse to just say, oh, the Braves can't win. I do not believe that. This is some sort of special team. I expect them to show up in full force on Thursday for game four in Philadelphia and force a game five in Atlanta. Number two. Here's where I have a problem with people letting managers, coaches, people off the hook. You can't have it both ways. If you want to give managers credit when their teams win, right? Then you got to give them some blame when they don't. Because here's the argument that I'm hearing for Dave Roberts with the Dodgers. Well, he's not hitting. He's not pitching. You can't blame him that Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman only had one hit in the three-game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. You can't blame him that Clayton Kershaw got bombed in his game one start of the series. You can't blame him that Lance Lynn gave up four home runs in one inning in game three. But when Mookie Betts gets the big hits and Freddie Freeman gets the big hits and Clayton Kershaw pitches a shutout and the Dodgers win the World Series in 2020, Dave Roberts got credit. But he didn't pitch. He didn't get any hits. So which one is it? Is the manager that doesn't matter at all? Is that what you're saying? So you don't need a manager then. If you're telling me it's all about whether or not the pitchers hit, the pitchers pitch or the hitters hit. And my biggest argument last night was facing elimination. How do you leave Lance Lynn in to give up four home runs? That's what I, help me with that. Maybe one, but after the second one, thank you very night, very much. Your night is done. Hit the shower. Because your season's on the brink. The Dodgers didn't get blown out. They lost 4-2. to two. Had, Lynn, had Lynn not given up those two, maybe you win that game and you extend your that, – that, that's what that's managing. You can't let a guy – it had never happened in a postseason. Four home runs in one inning? Who leaves the guy out there? He wasn't mopping up. It was like the fourth inning, third or fourth inning, fourth inning. I'm sorry. Managers have to get the blame too. Number three. I know the Houston Astros are in the ALCS for the seventh year in a row, my God. But I got to say this. The Astros will never, N-E-V-E-R, be baseball darlings. Baseball America will never fully embrace this team, no matter how good they are. I know there are only a handful of players still on the team from the cheating scandal of 2017. It don't matter. They still wear Houston across their shirts, Astros across their jerseys, and there are a lot of fans who are sick on this Thursday, sick to death that the Astros are going to yet another ALCS. 
that they have another shot to reach the World Series, that they have another shot to win another World Series. That cheating scandal tainted them and put stink on them forever. I don't care what anybody says. I know they won the championship after the 20s, you know, uh, last year. So people go, well, finally, that erases from what happened in 2017 when they stole the playoffs from the Dodgers and stole the World Series from the uh, uh, playoffs from the Yankees and stole the World Series from the Dodgers. No, it didn't. There will still be people who will never be able to look at the Astros the same way. What they did was they cheated baseball. They cheated the fans. And people will not let that go easily. So they can get to another World Series. They can even win another championship and make it back-to-back. There'll still be people who will look sideways at them and not embrace the Houston Astros, and I'll be one of them. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome in a friend of mine, David Vasse from AM570 LA Sports. He's the Dodger reporter. And man, a blue a blue day for Dodger fans for sure, Dave. Thanks for joining the podcast. Oh, uh, I see what you did right there, Rob. What a play on words. Unbelievable. All right. But but Dave. 
My goodness gracious. I mean, okay, I get it. Dodgers down pitching. Uh, they're probably not going to win the series, but I couldn't have never imagined a three-game sweep and in the fashion that we saw, how stunned are you, how bad it was, not that they lost. Oh, yeah, this is shocking. Uh, before the series started, I thought it was going to be a Dodgers sweep. I just thought, you know, uh, they would have learned their lesson from last year, but obviously not. And really, you could point, you don't point the finger at Dave Roberts. I mean, this is not on him. It's easy thing to do to blame the manager, but he's not in the batter's box for his two best players, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, who combined to have just one hit. Mookie Betts, hitless for the first time in any playoff series that he's played in. And the facts are Mookie Betts has an October problem. He only has three hits in the playoffs since 2021. So you're not going to win when he's the guy you pay the big money to and he's not delivering in the biggest of games. So for me, this is on Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. I, I get that part. And I do one thing I will say, but when those guys are raking and those guys play well, they, Dave Roberts gets credit for, hey, the things are going great. So I do understand that the players are the ones who ultimately – I don't think he gets ultimately... any credit. In fact, I think he gets all the blame when things are going well. He gets no credit. Well, I don't think that that's fair. But most of the time, managers, it's it's you know, if, if things are going well, they usually get credit. And I'm not saying that Dave Roberts always does because I think there's a question mark with people always wondering who's actually making the moves in the dugout and if it's coming from upstairs. Let me ask you this, though. Leaving Lance Lynn in, the guy gave up a million home runs during the regular season. Once he gives up one or two, shouldn't he be pulled? You should have somebody behind him. Uh, look, he gave up four solo home runs. Never happened before, but that's who he is. And the one thing I'll say about Lance Lynn is that he actually showed competitive spirit out there. He wasn't, you know, shying away from the moment. And even though he gave up those full four solo home runs, facts are the Dodgers didn't score. And when they did score, Rob, it was the same guys that had been there before. It was Kike Hernandez. It was Chris Taylor. It was Will Smith. Not any of the new flashy toys that the Dodgers have signed over the course of the last couple of years. It was the same dudes that always show up in October for the Dodgers. And uh, I think that's something this offseason Andrew Friedman needs to examine. Have they gotten too far away from what made them so good from 2017 to 2020? And those were the playoff performers. No more Corey Seager, no more Justin Turner. You could say what you want about Cody Bellinger, but he always showed up in October as well. And these new players uh, certainly have not showed up in October. So, so this is a front office problem more so than a managerial problem. Is that what you're saying, Dave? I'm saying it's a player problem, and you could take into that whatever you want. Andrew Friedman um, did, brought in Mookie Betts. Everybody was excited about that. Well, he brought let's, in let's say this Freeman. too, though. In 2020, didn't Mookie Betts play well for them when they won the World Series? He did play well in that series, but okay. did he have the the lasting um, big hit? Uh, I don't think he had the biggest hit of that World Series. I no, don't but I mean, he but he did play well there. I, can we just agree on that? He did. That in 2020. He did okay. play well, he did. Okay. but that was in front of nobody. 
I understand it. And I'm not going to even even like try to defend, you know, what's happened, because I, I think if you're a Dodger fan, 2020, you're... Rob, by the way, Rob, 2020 is a long time ago, a long time ago. I, I get it. And now and it's three postseasons that he has not delivered. And he's the guy. Say what you will. I'm not bringing up even his salary, but he's the guy that wants to be the man. If you want to be the man, you got to show up in the biggest uh, points of the season, and that's October. Not- Same with Freddie Freeman. You know, it's great to have a great regular season, but where's been? Where was Freddie Freeman this year? Last year, Freddie Freeman showed up. Mookie Betts only had two hits last year. It, you go as far as your stars go, Rob, and that's the reason why the Dodgers have been knocked out in the first round the last two years. I was just going to ask you that. I'll, I'll guess this. David Vasse, he's the Dodger reporter for AM570 LA Sports, the Dodger uh, flagship station. And, and Dave, uh, I was going to ask that. This is two years in a row where you where the Dodgers win over 100 games, have magical regular season, just stomping everybody. And then the first time they get into the playoffs, you know, uh, uh, they're knocked out in the divisional round. I mean, that, that cannot be acceptable. I agree with you, Rob, and I know the Dodgers don't accept that. And like I said, may, maybe it is uh, an examination of the players that you have right now because um, they have a lot of nice guys on this team. And sometimes nice guys don't finish first, right? you got to have some of those guys with edge. That's what the Dodgers had during their World Series runs from 17 to 20. And, you know, I think they need to bring in some guys that have that edge, uh, you look at Tommy Pham with the Diamondbacks. That guy's got a lot of edge. What Longoria, a great pickup a lot of edge. for them. Am I right? What a great pickup they huge, got from the Mets. Huge. Huge. And look at the Phillies. Their superstar has the bit most edge of any player in the postseason right now. Those are the type of guys. you got to play with some anger in the postseason. You can't treat it the same way. So this is a, a time – for self-examination for a lot of these Dodgers that are going to be back here next year. And they got to look in the mirror and the Dodgers, uh, Andrew Friedman's got to, you know, examine the type of players that he brings in to supplement the superstars to kind of bring in some of those guys with edge. Let me ask you, talk about uh, next year, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, obviously a, a, a horrific Game one start, it set the tone for the series, and the Dodgers could never recover. Is he a guy you can bring back honestly and be and, and expect anything, especially if you're trying to win a championship? Well, he did not seem to be a guy that was pitching his last game in the clubhouse last night, Rob. You've seen guys like that. I've seen guys like that. He did not seem to be a guy that was ready to call it a career. So I kind of feel like he'll be back next year. He's 56 strikeouts away from 3,000. He's a great example for their young pitchers. They really follow him around and watch what he does. So in that respect, I think you do bring him back and uh, have the same expectations you had for him this year. And he always seems to exceed them, but uh, I wouldn't expect more than 20 starts, 25 starts uh, maximum next year from him because his shoulder is still an issue despite him not wanting to reveal the details or the severity of his shoulder. The fact is his stuff was way down after he came back from the injured list and um, he still was pitching through whatever issue he had. So that's still there. 
Last thing. Give me your boldest prediction for the Dodgers this offseason. The boldest thing <laughs> you think will happen. Well, isn't the boldest thing is they signed Shohei Otani. Um, they're certainly going to be in the in the mix for him, but outside of that, I'm not sure what else they can do. They've got to find a way to get a number one starter with or without Shohei Otani. They need a veteran at the top of their rotation that they can depend on. Can you depend on Kershaw, like you said? Can you depend on a Bobby Miller? Um, that's a lot to ask. And Walker Bueller coming off his second Tommy John surgery. I feel like the Dodgers um, certainly will be in the market for a top-of-the-rotation pitcher, uh, whether it's in free agency or in the trade market. I feel like that's part of the piece of the puzzle. No doubt about it. His name is David Vassay. He's one of the best in the business because you know what? He just told us like it is when it comes to the Dodgers, and we appreciate your insight, your honesty, and your information. David Vassay, AM570, LA Sports, the Dodger flagship. Appreciate you, Dave. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Uh, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. Now let's welcome in Levi Weaver, 
He writes the wind-up MLB newsletter for The Athletic. Levi, thanks for joining Inside the Park. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to do it. Absolutely. Let's talk crazy baseball playoffs. We're going to start first with the uh, Houston Astros, a seven straight trip to the ALCS. Uh, my goodness, they get uh, disposed of the Twins. Close game. They get it done. Um, I know a lot of people in Baseball America are tired of the Astros, but apparently the Astros aren't tired of the ALCS. How good are they? Yeah, you know, that was sort of the question early in the year, right? They didn't quite look like themselves. Their offense was struggling a little bit. The rotation was struggling a little bit. The bullpen was always pretty good. Uh, but man, in the back of my mind, I'm like, don't, you can't, you can't call them done until they're officially dead because they've just had so much experience on how to get here and how to succeed once they're here. Uh, they've looked great since the playoffs have started. You know, they lost that first game to the twins, but you know, the offense seems to be back all of a sudden, Jose Abreu, who has looked like an absolute washout this year is blasting, you know, two home runs in a game. So add him to the Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman lineup as a very, very dangerous team. How about Dusty Baker? I mean, you know, last year was a great moment for him. He's had a lot of success in all the places. We've been managing Cincinnati. They were pretty good. San Francisco, they got to a World Series. The Cubs were on the cusp of getting to a World Series with Dusty. He finally got over the hump last year. And here he is again, you know, uh, with another trip to the ALCS. Just Dusty and where he fits in as as a manager in the big leagues because he's had a long career and has had a lot of success. Yeah, and he was a good manager even when he was with the Nationals too. Um, and the like Nationals, yeah. He's had so many stops and just so many lives. Uh, it's all, always wild to me to to look back and be like, oh yeah, this is this is the guy that we uh, we think had some hand in creating the high five. Like he's just a legendary legendary dude, and in addition. A really good manager. I think he is underrated as a manager. Uh, you know, he's kind of got his uh, what? In, he's kind of an informal guy. Seems to kind of just be keeping it loose all the time. And and you know, don't mistake that for a lack of uh, sharpness or a lack of you know intelligence or intensity. Dude is an incredible manager. Has been for a very long time. And I know he's had some disagreements with the Astros front office. And there's been some question like, are they gonna? Maybe is it time for them to, especially earlier in the year when it looked like they were underperforming, is it time for them to move on? Uh, I don't think they can do that. They've been to the ALCS seven years in a row. Dusty Baker has been uh, absolutely last three, yeah, great in in the in the uh, in the helm. I I don't think they can rid themselves of him just yet, nor should they want to. I think he should be back for as long as he wants to be back. Any manager and Dusty, as you said, it's probably one of the coolest guys in baseball. When you Think about he still wears wristbands, still has that toothpick going. And and you're right when you talk about the high five with the Dodgers. Uh, he was involved in that. Uh, he was on deck when Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run. I mean, think about the moments that Dusty Baker has been a part of baseball. And he is a part of the fabric. Allegedly partook in uh, some medicinal uh, substances with Jimi Hendrix, I, I guess. is Yes, that's the, a story, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, just what an absolute legend. And you just kind of forget this watching him, you know, manage a baseball game. You're thinking, you know, oh, Astros and what, what are the ramifications of this game? 
But if you sort of take a step back and look at like, oh yeah, by the way, this is like the Forrest Gump of baseball. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. He's seen everything. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy any opportunity I get to to hear to hear Dusty's stories. No doubt. Our guest is Levi Weaver, and he writes the wind-up, the MLB newsletter uh, for The Athletic. Let's go to uh, Bryce Harper in Game 2 in the series against the Braves. We got there was a couple moments in that game uh where where the the Phillies lost. I remember Bryce getting up with two men on, nobody out, up four nothing, fouls out, which was a big moment. And then he gets doubled up to end the game, right? Trying to be in a position. And I get it. If the ball hits off the glove of uh Harris the seconds, uh the, he can score, you know. So you gotta put yourself in position where you could at least score if the ball drops or something and I totally get it but he did get doubled up to end the game and this dude is that dude because he comes back in game three in Philadelphia hits the big three run home run gets the Phillies off to where they he has been an incredible postseason player and I know he didn't win the championship the 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 Nationals won when he left but Levi when I when I look at Bryce, he's lived up to everything that we thought when he was on yeah. doing the YouTube videos and the home runs and all that. I I think he's the like one of the best players in baseball. He is. He's absolutely been worth the contract. Uh, you know, the Phillies I think should be very happy that he that he signed there. And and you're right. There've just been so many big moments, and it seems like even the bad ones are big. You know, you're right. He did get doubled off to end game two, and and that does it looks bad. But as you as you said, like that was a phenomenal catch by Michael Harris second. Like absolutely, he, and the throw by Riley to first. I mean, yes, to be in position to back up the throw and just the sidearm sling over there, barely got it. It was just a phenomenal play. That I don't think there was anything that Bryce Harper did wrong there in that play, um, but. To come back, and I, you know, this is this is probably a little immature. It's probably a little childish, but I don't care. I love it. Like when he's rounding second base, because Arcia had said, you know, and and that's a whole other story about you know maybe being too loud when there's microphones running in the locker room. But said, you know, at a boy Harper, and Harper heard it, and sure enough, hits two home runs in Game Three. Stares down Arcia as he rounds second base. Did he need to do that? No, probably not. Like, is that sort of finding some drama where drama need not exist? Sure it is. Who cares? It's great entertainment, and I loved it. Uh, Let me ask you about the playoffs, and then we'll get to the uh, Dodgers and the Diamondbacks as well. But uh, there there are some who are saying, you know, the buy for the the best teams in the game was really the good buy because uh, it really didn't help the teams that had to buy. I mean, it's it's incredible. Other than the Astros, everybody else got knocked out. And right. uh, what do you make of that? Does that need to change? And we, I, I've, I've always said I've always been against resting players and taking time off, especially baseball, which is a rhythm game. Right. And you don't want to sit for a week. You're used to playing every day in baseball. I've even seen it in the NFL where they take give uh, you know teams got to buy and they don't play the quarterback the week before, so he winds up having three weeks off and then has a rusty game and doesn't doesn't right. play well. Uh, I, where are you on this? Do they need to rethink the buy? Is this a good thing or maybe teams don't want to buy? So I think there's maybe something to it because for all the reasons that you said, right? It is a rhythm game. You're used to getting up. At the same time, every day you show up at the ballpark X amount of hours before the game, you go through your routine. That is what your day looks like every day. Throw that off by taking three or four days off. Yeah, there's probably something to that. 
but also, you know, just playing devil's advocate here, looking at the other side of this, the the Orioles were a very young team with not a lot of playoff experience. In fact, no, almost no playoff experience. They got into the big stage and it wasn't like they panicked or choked. The Rangers just outplayed them, but you know, they had, they had holes. They, they had some inexperience. Um, you look at the Braves, their rotation was in shambles as the, as the postseason got near, they had two starters. And then, I mean, you saw, they started Bryce Elder in game three. It's, it's, it, they basically have Spencer Strider and Max Fried and that's it. You look at the Dodgers. Why did the Dodgers lose? Because their starting rotation gave up a bunch of runs early. Well, who is in their rotation? It's Clayton Kershaw, uh, who is the husk of his former self. It's, you know, Bobby Miller, who's a rookie. Lance Lynn led the league in home runs allowed. And they've got an entire other rotation of guys who are currently on the injured list or on administrative leave in the case of Julio Urias. Those teams had holes and they were good enough. The baseball season's long enough that you can be a very good team. But if you're not completely healthy when September ends and October begins and you have those major holes in in your roster, I wasn't surprised to see either of those teams, you know, the Dodgers or I was a little surprised to see the Orioles lose, if I'm honest. I thought they had the mojo. Um I'm not surprised to see the Dodgers. They won 100 games. It was a little shocking that they got swept. You know, I think that, yeah. right? I think not Not that they lost, because I, I picked Texas. I like Texas a lot. Uh, they're survivors. You know, we saw they lost to Grom. They lost Scherzer. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they lost the, 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 the division the last day of the season. You know what I mean? So it looked like, oh, man, you know, they had a chance to get a break, and instead they didn't. But I want to go here to the Dodgers. Because you, you brought up the, the Kershaw and everything. But there's a lot of issues there with the Dodgers. And and I just wonder. This is two years in a row. Division, they get knocked out early. They went over 100 games. Uh, you know, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman have a combined one hit right. uh, in this series, you know, against Arizona. Kershaw gives up a million runs. They have to go with Lynn. Lance Lynn to save their season gave up 44 home runs and it's shocking that he gave up four home runs in the game. The only shocking part is that Dave Roberts left him in to give up four home runs in the inning. I mean, that, that to me is after two, I probably would have had to say, this is just not going to work. Right. And got to get somebody game. else. Where are you on the Dodgers and the mess that it is? Um, I, I kind of wonder if the Dodgers looked at this year as a, Yes, we'll go, you know, we still want to contend, but we're not going to go out and overspend for anybody. We're not going to hamstring ourselves because there is a certain free agent coming up that just so happened to play across town for the last few years. You know, and and maybe that's what it is, right? That they didn't put the resources toward the team that they probably could have because they want to make sure that they've got the budget to sign Otani. Also, they tried to trade for Eduardo Rodriguez from the Tigers. That would have been – can you imagine the difference if it's Rodriguez instead of Lance Lynn in game three? No, that's you know, fair. Maybe. He didn't want to come. He wanted to stay in Motown, right? Right. So, you know, I don't know if that makes the difference in the series, but it probably would have made a big difference in game three to have that guy. Yeah. And then the other thing is is injuries, which, you know, short of like firing your medical staff, you can't help that Dustin May and Walker Bueller are on the injured list. Tony Gonsolin's on the injured list. Um, you know, Julio Arias is on administrative leave. Like they, their rotation that was unavailable was maybe the best rotation of any postseason team if all of those guys were healthy and they were all gone. How so, about Dave Roberts? How how much? I mean, you just laid out a, a a great case on why 
Dave shouldn't get the blame, but this right. is not one year. This is not one year. You know, like right. this team has, this has happened to this team before where Dodger blue seems to be blue moments in the postseason. It's just, yeah. I I think they're the, 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 uh, the 90s Braves. Cause if you look at how many times they've won a hundred games and they have one world series to show for it, I, I just think it's more than just the, the, the body of work is more than just this year. It is. You're right. And and so the question then becomes like, well, how much blame can you assign Dave Roberts for Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman combining for one hit? Right. Like, did he not put them, the team in a position to be you know mentally loose? I, I don't know. You know, I'm not in the clubhouse. I don't know what the dynamics are like. It doesn't seem to me that he would be able to um, to manage a team to be so successful for so many years in a row because those seasons are long. If the, if the vibes were toxic, so to speak, he, he would have been gone a long time ago. So I don't, I don't know how much of that is his fault, but you are right that a lot of times when teams bump up against this ceiling so many times and can't break through, it is, it is oftentimes the manager that gets the ax, whether that's fair or not. Last thing, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, this reminds me of 2006 and I covered that world series uh, the Tigers and the St. Louis Cardinals. I think the Cardinals won that year, 84 and eighty-four games, and the and and here is Arizona with eighty-three. I think right on the season, or I got it reversed. Uh, it might be eighty-four. I'd have to look too. But yeah, but but, but you get there, my yeah. what I'm saying. And they they wound up winning the World Series. They got in and they beat the Tigers in that World Series in two thousand six. How good is the Arizona uh, Diamondback? They've got two, so this seems to be a recurring theme amongst uh, these playoff teams, that they basically have two starting pitchers that are very good, right, with Merrill Kelly, Zach Gallen. Brandon Fott looked fine. You know, he's a he's a rookie. I don't know how much you can count on him to be, um, to be reliable for a long postseason run, but also Torrey Lavolo let him pitch, you know, four and a third innings and then went and got him. Like, hey, you succeeded. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Let's get you out of here. Let's get these bullpen guys in. Um, they are a lot of fun, though, man. Corbin Carroll is great. He's hitting over 400. Oh, my the God. Postseason. That kid is unbelievable. And absolutely a blast to watch. So, yeah, put him on the big stage. I'm ready to watch him play for as long as the Diamondbacks are around. Uh, I think they are a good team. And and maybe this re- applies to the conversation about the Dodgers, too, that the playoffs are kind of a crapshoot, right? Like teams are built to win over 162 games. You have to be consistent. You have to know when to choose your battles. And then all of a sudden you're thrown into this. Every game matters so, so, so much. Could the Diamondbacks make a run and go win a World Series? Absolutely. Any one of these teams could. And and that's the joy of postseason baseball is that sometimes you're going to get these upsets. And sometimes you just get a team that goes on a really fun heater. And that does look like the Diamondbacks right now. His name is Levi Weaver, and he writes the uh, wind-up for uh, MLB, of course, the newsletter that is uh, for The Athletic. And we appreciate it. Great talking baseball with you, Levi. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Pleasure to be on. Thanks, man. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Track three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Reason number 661 why Major League Baseball is better than the NFL and the NBA. It's this time of the year, October baseball. I know we talk about it, but it's different with how you watch the game. Baseball is one of those games where you don't have to watch every moment, every pitch. When you watch an NBA game, you kind of got to pay attention. 
Same thing with the NFL. Baseball's a little more laid back, except this time of the year. Every pitch, oh, that was just that should have been strike three. Oh, that that you know, like every little play, every error, every misplay, every guy who gets picked off second base, like everything is magnified because runs are scarce, runs are hard to come by. Every little thing matter, and. I've just been getting texts from friends all over the country, all over MLB America, just telling me about, man, how much they love October baseball. I got a text from my buddy, Ron Rice, who was a safety for the Detroit Lions uh, and played in the NFL. And an arbitrary, out-of-the-blue text from my buddy Ron Rice, and he just says, Man, I live for October baseball. And I was just like, what? Hey, what? There's a former NFL player? Really? It's, it's just different. And when we're doing the radio show, The Odd Couple Daily, we have the TVs going. And, and, and you know, it's just so cool, the reactions that we had when the Braves hit those home, hit those home runs and the double play to end the game in game two and Bryce Harper's d- double off. Like, like just the magnitude of it. And and it didn't close out a series or anything, but it still was a big game and a big play. And that's what the playoffs are. That's why October and baseball go together. Even though the World Series is going to be in November this year, October baseball is still the best. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.